Welcome to the Do Zone with Drewski, a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew, where we take basketball culture to a new level. We'll be talking to professional ballers and celebrity fans about their journeys to the top, passions on and off the court, and how they overcame the challenges that made them who they are today. Today we're talking to Jamal Murray. Yo, when I when I first came across Jamal Murray, I'm not gonna lie, he's in every bag, man. He got every bag, like this dude shooting. I'm talking about threes, mid-range, dunks. This dude, yo, I play with this dude on 2K like every day. That's the crazy part about it. Like on a serious note, like I literally play with this dude on 2K all the time. He's a, he got an amazing game. So Jamal recently got hurt. We had a chance to interview him before the injury. I've heard that he had a successful surgery and that we're hoping to see him next year. He's a, he's a great player. He's one of those guys that's down to earth. We got to talk to Jamal about growing up, a lot of personal stuff, stuff that y'all haven't heard before. So without further ado, just sit back and enjoy the conversation, man. What's good, man? What's good, killer? <laughs> Can't call it, man. They got us in here. I was just, it's crazy because I was just talking to you through uh, DMs on Instagram. I know. I know. I've been watching yeah. I've been watching all your stuff, man. You're <laughs> Thank you, bro. I'd be Thank cracking you, bro. up. I'd be yeah. cracking up at, at uh, the ones where you tell them to freestyle, man. Oh man, could have been records. Yeah, they had they they had some they had some <laughs> different type of people on there, different cats on that thing. <laughs> it definitely get kind of hectic. It get crazy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I hit you up because I was telling you I always play with uh, Denver on on two K, man. And you got that full bag on there, man. It's crazy. I, they might have souped it up a little bit because. They got you dunking out this world on there. They ain't souped up enough, man. How I, you feel about it for real though? Like, how you feel they got you? Did they got you overranked or they got you underranked on that? No, I mean, I mean, just right. They did a pretty. I mean, they did a pretty good job. I, I'm not gonna complain. They did a pretty good job. I'm always gonna want more. Yeah. But you want more than how you playing on there now? Hell Yo, I'm talking yeah. I be averaging like forty. I be averaging like forty, close to fifty. The three is crazy. The the mid, bro. Yeah. All that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. What? How, when, when did you start playing basketball? They got on here that you started playing when you were three. Yeah, even probably before that. I was rolling the ball around, kicking the ball around. For real? Oh yeah. Like I mean, ball is like in my DNA, bro. Like how I'm how I'm playing yeah. on the court kind of determines how I am off the court. Like it's just second nature to me now. That's crazy. Yeah. And basketball wasn't even the biggest sport over there in Canada. I can't skate, can't rollerblade, can't snowboard, can't ski. What? I'm a great athlete, though. I'm a great athlete. Damn right, but I mean, yo, what? Yo, that that is literally your whole yo. That whole country is nothing but hockey players, bro. You didn't watch? Y'all didn't watch it either? No, no. I play floor hockey. I play goalie in floor hockey. All the hockey kids you know in gym, crazy. All the hockey kids in gym class wanted me because I was a great goalie. Yo, that's wild. That's wild. I had to move. That's funny though, because you didn't play, so you just played goalie. <laughs> Nah, that got me weak. No, nah, I mean, I just, I was, you pick something and, you know, I, I just love the game of basketball. Like, I, I, could, I would be out there yeah. for hours and hours just hooping. I didn't have no cable growing up, yeah. so I wasn't really like, I would do my homework and I would oh, just, I'd, I'd just go aside and just start training, just start hooping, just playing with guys from the playground. Like, so you was just focused on the sport. You wasn't a fan of too many players as a kid. Oh, I mean, no, I was like a fan TV of players for sure. No, I mean, I was a fan of players. Uh, Vince okay. Carlos, Vince Carlos, my, uh, uh, my favorite player of all time, Brandon Roy. Um, oh yeah, Brandon Roy was going crazy. T Mac, Brandon Roy. What happened to Brandon Roy, bro? His knee, man. He just just injuries, injuries, man. 
It could happen oh, that I quick. didn't know. But I, I mean, it was know. nice. It's crazy because it seemed like he disappeared out of nowhere. I remember he was like a super top player, and then I didn't hear about him no more. Yeah. That's wild. So how influential was the NBA in, in Ontario, Canada for you growing up? Like, was it, what, did you have like a favorite team? Was it uh, the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. <laughs> it was? I didn't know. Honestly, I don't be knowing because I seen a uh, documentary. I, think it was I, the I ain't that old, bro. But, huh? <laughs> I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> you talking like I'm 50. <laughs> Come on, bro. Lock in. <laughs> yeah, I'm weak. Yo, so back in 1980 when you were born, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, the Raptors. Nah, the Raptors. Honestly, um, go ahead. Was they your favorite team or was it a different team? Yeah, yeah the, Ra- the Raptors were my favorite team, man. The Raptors, were my f- Vince Carter, oh, okay. my favorite player. Uh, I got to see Respect. him. I got to see him like one time, a couple times live. Uh, like a little couple scrimmages. Um, LeBron was my favorite player growing up. Like, I mean, when I was young, young. Uh, T Mac, my dad was a big fan of Kobe. Uh, we used to go back and watch like a lot of MG on like the VCR tapes and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, no, I respect your story, man. I heard stories that your dad was putting you through all types of stuff to get ready for where you at right now. Like one of the crazy ones I heard, he had you doing push-ups in the snow and studying kung fu movies. Yeah, for what? <laughs> <laughs> One, one. Why couldn't you have been inside? Two, kung fu. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a big what? fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of fighting. I love to fight. Uh, my dad was, my dad did. Uh, he was a, he's a, like a four time black belt in kung fu, and and I would like go Stop to his. Lying. You know, you know, I did karate too, though. Tong Sudo, though. Yeah, I'll whoop your ass. <laughs> I'm telling. Hey, listen, man, Tong Sudo. I got to. Um, I never got to a full black belt. I got to this thing where it was like a. Uh, a, a mediation between like black belt and um what was the one before black red right red belt so it was like uh man it's like a dan if you did tong sudo you would know you did kung fu though man that's a that's a different type of uh we used to watch autumn bruce lee movies man yo tong sudo is serious though bro i'm telling you i don't i, I mean i i ain't trying train that okay all right i'm just saying if, if you yo if you got a problem uh, come holler at you, bro. <laughs> we can hash it out. That's what I'm saying. A little bit of tongue suit, though. Nah, but wait. So explain that, bro, because we gotta go back to that. Why? Why? And why? Push-ups in the snow and why uh, kung fu movies? Listen, bro. I got like I got all these different training techniques and stuff, and like you always wonder, like, you know, what's the point of that? But like at the in the end of it, is it just kind of getting to an understanding of what the pain is really gonna be about. Like, yeah. you're going to do push-ups and, you know, you could do them inside, but the push-ups, like, at a certain point is just, that's just the work. That's just part of, that's just part of the training. Yeah. It's not putting your mind through nothing yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, the, the mental yeah. part is, is being in the cold and you worried about the cold and now you're not even worried about the push-up. You know what I'm saying? So now, push-ups no more. It's just, it's just, get, it's just getting uh, that, that yeah, mental that block. Deep. Yeah, that my bad. I just had to, I had to get nah, you a little that visual. that was deep for real though. Nah, respect. I, I never thought about it like that. That was deep. Yeah, so the more, the more, mental, the more mental training you put yourself through, you realize that the physical training is just, is just all a part of your everyday stuff. That's never going to change. Yeah, man. All right, so the Kung Fu movies, what was the reason behind that? Uh, they were just fun to watch. They were just fun to watch. Oh, okay. you, know, you, you know when you watch like, a, like you know, Iron Man or like Captain, like, you know what, some superhero movie, and then when you was a little kid, you just get up and start doing the, doing the moves and stuff. It was just stuff like yeah. that. You know, I do like watching, watching yeah. Bruce Lee and 
uh, watching them fight against the bigger guys. And that was me growing up being, I'll be really good at basketball. I'll be, I'll be six years old playing with a 10 year old. So it's kind of like I had that same mindset as, as Bruce had. Yo, so I got, I got to ask you, man, how was draft day like? And how was it being accepted into like a, a new team from college? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I mean, that was a dream, man. Like, you know, you, you, while you're, while you're a kid and you're at school and you're in, being in school your whole life and, you know, I was dreaming about just making it to the NBA. You always dream about being the greatest, but like, there's always yeah. steps to that. You know what I'm saying? So, getting to a good college, mm-hmm. getting to a good college was like one of my goals. And then uh, knowing that I was only going to be there for a year, like that that day was just so surreal because it was like kind of like a recap of everything I've done. Like, damn, like, like yeah. I'm really here. Like, I'm really on the course that I set out to to be on. So, uh, that yeah. was kind of like a life changer for me. And it, and all that work that I put in, That's man, just kind of yeah, reminisce about it that day. So who was you trying to shape your game around like the most if you was to pick one person or a couple people? A couple people? Like shot-wise, moves-wise, growing up that you like would watch and be like, okay, that's, yeah. you know. I mean, I got I got my own game. I got my own moves. I got my own style. But people that yeah. I've been like kind of compared to in terms of the way I play is I got, mm-hmm. I got a couple of different modes. It's like I got like a, a Gilbert Arenas mode. I got a, a Brandon Roy mode. And I got like a yeah. like a, a Derrick Rose mode where I'm just at the rim and just you know all the time yeah. just in one direction. Yeah. So I I kind of I kind of yeah. vary between how I play sometimes. Yeah, yeah, man. And having and having Jokic on your side, man, you you definitely yo. And hey, he's a problem, bro. <laughs> I'm talking, yo. Y'all going crazy, man. He's a problem. I wish Bobo was in the picture a little bit more. I'd be mad at the coaches, man. But you know, he, he'll get his time. He'll, he'll get his time. Yeah, he will. He will. He will. He's a great player. Great right? player, bro. So you've been with the Nuggets since 2016, man. How does how does it feel to be with them for for this amount of time and not like leaving and staying locked in with them? I'm I'm glad I'm here, man. I'm glad I'm here. I wouldn't. I, there's no yeah. other team I'd rather be on right now. It's like, yeah. you know, you can get caught with the business and get caught in the trade. You know, getting traded everywhere mm-hmm. and you know just kind of focusing on on basketball and what you got to do. But like here, I've been here for five years. Like these coaches, these the staff, the the teammates, like. These guys, they're home to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, there's no worry. Yeah. Even if I have a bad day, it's like they know me. They know I'll bounce back or, or some stuff like that. So Facts. Um, it just we're, we're a tight-knit family. Um, we do everything together. And, you know, I see these guys off the court more than I I, I bet I would on another team. So um, it's cool to, to have that kind of, like, you know, family um, environment, you know, where I ain't got to worry yeah. about stuff too much. Respect, man. One question I got on my side of things is, is Denver lit, man? Cause I came there once and we were in uh we oh we were in Vail. Oh that Vail. Was, you know that's, Vail's up, uh, yeah, that's up there though. Yo, Vail's in the middle of nowhere, man. Everybody we even took it we took a cab there and the cab guy was like, Yeah, you know, cause it was like, yo, is it ladies out there, man? He said, Yo, they call it Vail because it's a lot of mail. <laughs> I said, Man, we coming to the wrong place and I was only in Denver for like a quick second, so I don't know how Denver is. I know how Vail Colorado is. <laughs> <laughs> And it's weak. Oh man, I'm talking about weak. Nah, nah, Denver's cool, man. Denver's weak, a sleeper. Uh, weak, nah, you you weak. went in the you went in the middle of, of the boonies with snow and everything. Okay, you, okay. Yeah, you went with okay, the no. You okay. went with the damn near no oxygen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously though, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I'm, play, I'm trying to tell you, you literally went. You couldn't in, breathe, bro. You went in one of the parts of the state that you like. There's no Duh. oxygen, fam. You gotta go like man. come down, come down, come down. We low, went low, to low. where people don't even talk to you. They yeah, just they, looking at you like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, yo, I hope Denver ain't like this. <laughs> oh, you funny as hell. Nah. Denver's a lit place, though? Yeah, Denver, Denver's a lot, a lot cooler than the Vail, okay, bro. It's okay, just... okay. Because Vail, just don't go to Vail. I've been to Vail. Skiing at Vail is fun, but yeah. being in Vail is not. It's different, different story. <laughs> yeah, big, big difference. Big difference. You have siblings or not? I got a 13-year-old brother. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he, he's, he's, Is he looking he, to go to the NBA too? Is oh, yeah, he you got a ratchet. got a ratchet. Stop lying. I got to look him up. What's his name? <laughs> Lamar. I'm about to look him up right now. What's his name? Lamar. Lamar Murray. He's in grade eight, though. He's in grade eight, though. Oh, okay. He, he hasn't gotten to high school yeah, yet. Yeah, he's a young boy. Thanks so much for joining us, Jamal. But before I let you go, Mountain Dew is all about the threes. The most epic shot in the game as the official sponsor of the NBA Mountain Dew wants to invite you to step into the do zone with our three-point question challenge. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you give me your top three answers. You ready? My man just lost his breath. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> top three kung fu movies, top three three-point shooters, top three Canadian celebrities. Kung fu movies? Um, they don't be having names like that. They just be having I was about to say, I was about to say, I was about to just start trying to think of the name. <laughs> I couldn't even, no names I couldn't even I remember know. the name, man. I know. One of them is uh, uh, one, right, so, one of them is a Shaolin Temple. That that's one of the ones I used to watch with my. Oh class yeah, sure. no, nah, that's a classic. That's a classic. But other than that, I can't. I can't no, remember. No the Jackie names. Chan. Man, Rush Hour was cool. You gotta have respect for Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rush Hour was cool. Oh, I like okay. It Man. You ever seen It Man? Nah, I never watched it, but I always seen it everywhere. It Man is cool. Is it good? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's tough. There's three of them, I think. Yeah, I gotta watch that. All right, well. Top three three-point shooters. Top three three-point shooters. And I can't say myself, huh? I mean, if you feel like you are uh, top three. I mean, yeah, duh. I mean, I feel like I am. Okay, okay, okay. But minus me, okay. minus me, I'll have I, to go with... I, without you, yes. I'm easily going to go stiff and clay because I done played against both of them at the same time. See what they top can do. Two. Top two. and they yeah. both they both not two, so... Not two. Um, and another sleeper... I mean, you. there's a lot of different shooters... But one that really sticks out is is uh, is JJ Redick. Oh, yeah. man, he's a hell of a shooter. You don't he, like Kyle Korver? Oh, I was I, he was he was next in my mind. But JJ just Yo, Kyle JJ, Korver, crazy. JJ just had more speed to his like. But JJ, JJ, J, I feel like JJ Redick got more respect than Kyle Korver just because of the type of clutch shots, though. I was a huge he fan did. of Kyle Korver. I was a huge fan yeah, of Kyle. Kyle yeah, Kyle Korver got it too, though. I can't lie, man. I don't know. When I, it's funny because like it's funny because like my first time in the league, um, like one of my first games in the league, uh, my rookie year, yeah. we was playing against Golden State, I think, in the preseason. Um, yeah. and I just remember seeing Clay in the layup lines, and like me and Malik was jumping up and down, like yo, that's yo, that's Clay right there. <laughs> And I did. And the funny thing is, I did the same thing with Steph. I did the same thing with LeBron. And then I did the same thing with Kyle Korver, man. Kyle Korver, I was all nervous talking to Kyle, man. We were just playing Uno, and I was so nervous. <laughs> Yo, I can imagine, bro, because it's like, you know, what's crazy when y'all get drafted into the NBA, they just be throwing y'all like first game, boom, LeBron James. You supposed to act normal. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely a shock. I can't even first. imagine because it, it's, it's shown on camera. Like, y'all meeting them for the first time is shown on camera. It's not like y'all saw them in the tunnel or mm -hmm. nothing. Like, mm -hmm. y'all just seeing them on the court. Mm -hmm. and you were just a huge fan of this dude. Like, the, all these years. I remember I remember Kyle, Kyle Corbin hit a shot at me. I was like, yep. I didn't see that a lot of times. Like, I can't even be mad. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you put my hand up running back on defense. Like, man, that's all I know. That's what yeah, he do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, no Ray Allen, though? 
Ah, oh, damn, Rayon. I mean, you could you could mix and match them, man. You could you could. Yeah, you can't you can't have a top three with three point two. There's got to be at least five, man. There got to be five. All right, so top three Canadian celebrities. Uh like celebs. It, it don't have to be, or it could be rappers. Or uh, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go Drake. You want to go Drake, Tory Lanez? Yeah, be top. I know, I know, I know all the girls over Bieber. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, dang. There's a lot, man. There's a lot. You got Steve Nash. Steve Nash up there? He's, he's yeah, from man, Canada? You know Steve Nash is Canadian? Yo, Steve Nash is from Canada, y'all. Man. What? I swear to God I didn't know that. On, every, I, on everything. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm Canadian. I swear. I'm Canadian. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I knew you was Canadian. I was just, I was just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Terry Fox. Dang. Shout out to Terry, man. Terry Fox? He's Canadian. You don't, I don't know, know who that who is. Terry Fox. Is. Oh my God, man! You need to do some research. Who is Terry Fox? Hold on, Terry Fox. Man, look Terry I feel Fox like if I up. I see the bro. dude's face. I, I got to see the dude's face. If I see his face, I'm gonna know. Terry Fox, Terrence Stanley Fox, Canadian athlete. He was a he was a runner with with one leg. Yeah. Sheesh. You know who Terry Fox is? Not, but you know I'm not from Canada. Right? I know, I'm but from like the states, man. We don't work. I mean, I, I, I big big up to him, but we I I never heard of him. He must be a big deal in Canada, like that, where they taught y'all about him and everything. Yeah, every year, every year would have the Terry Fox run. You, 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 crazy! <laughs> I appreciate you coming to the Do Zone, man. This is this has been dope, man. It's always good talking to you. We got to lock in more now, man. We locked in, bro. For sure, love, bro. Yeah. A lot of fun. Let's sure, do it again. Man. Love always. Thanks to Jamal Murray, and thanks for listening to the Do Zone at Blue Wire Podcast presented by Mountain Dew. Don't forget to subscribe to the Do Zone on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week. You hear that? Oh, yeah. That's the fresh sounds of Mountain Dew. But listen carefully. That's the sound of dribble, killer crossover, step back, and steals. That's the sound of Zion Williamson making a jaw-dropping, gravity-defying, mind-blowing dunk. That's Mountain Dew making your NBA experience epic. Sounds refreshing, huh? Mountain Dew, official soft drink of the NBA. The Dew Zone is a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew. This episode was produced by Jamila Williams and edited by Terrence Deutsch. Editorial support was provided by Dom Musilo and Ben Wolfen. The series was supported by Sean Ross, Graham Boone, Maggie Lanter, and Peter Moses for Blue Wire. The series was executive produced by Erica Smith and Hannah Harris for the PepsiCo sports team. The series was produced by Eric Robinson, Zach Blumenstein, and Will Panneries for Genesco Sports Enterprises.